Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 855-2124-CBS. We have Brian Baldinger who joins us right now on the hotline. Find him on Twitter, at BaldyNFL. One of the best analysts you're going to find. And I told people an hour ago, Brian, I told them to follow you on Twitter to make sure because they'll know exactly where their team stands because you're one of the best in the business, and I mean that sincerely. Brian Bollinger, NFL Network, joins us on the show. Brian, how you doing? Good morning, Ken. I'm doing great. I'm uh, you know, counting down the dog days here of June. Um, we're about six weeks away from kicking off and going to real training camp and kind of opening this thing back up the way it used to be, and I'm getting excited about it. You count down the dog days better than anybody else. I saw a video. Or are you? Were you in El Salvador? I wasn't. Oh yeah, you followed me, Ken. I just got back what? from El Salvador. It was great. What were the, you uh, doing? Well, wow. they had the Olympic surf trials there in Surf City um, last week. Last weekend, as a matter of fact, and that was pretty cool because it was you know people represented from all over the world that were there. But then, yeah. you know, it's just uh, you know it's just a country that's really changing. I mean, they got better roads in El Salvador than. The roads I'm driving on in New Jersey sometimes. I mean, it's really like they're kind of developing a little bit. It was great. Great beaches, cold beers, fresh fish. Uh, Absol- nice people. Absolutely beautiful. Brian Baldinger joining us on the show. That's what I mean, you because I always see like you're in the ocean or something like that. I go, the guy, he does off season better than a lot of folks out there. <laughs> like you work hard, but you really know how to recreate, and I respect you for it. Let me ask you the obligatory question. We'll just start off with it. What happens with Aaron Rodgers? Don't hang up on me. I know you've been asked a million times. What happens with Aaron Rodgers? What should the Packers do? What should he do? Well, I was an advocate a couple weeks ago before Tennessee, you know, traded for Julio Jones that the Packers should enter the Julio Jones sweepstakes and get Aaron Rodgers back in there and let him join forces with Robert Tunyon and Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones and go try to win it all. I mean, but that's not going to happen now, but – I think the Packers are going to call Aaron Rodgers bluff. And I just think that Aaron Rodgers at age 37, I, I can't imagine there's any vacation, El Salvador, Hawaii, anything, anything that's going to be more fun than playing quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. So I fully expect at some point Aaron Rodgers to come back and put the jersey on and the helmet and go try to get to another you know, NFC Championship game. It's gotten it's gotten very uh, personal. Like Mark Murphy, and I know he's a great football guy, but when he says what he said in the uh, the, the the thing that he wrote and about the problems that they're kind of having with Aaron Rodgers, it's it's starting to get very personal between the two sides. I know, like always, a relationship can be can be on the men, but are we reaching a point where maybe Aaron Rodgers is too proud to go back? Like he may just leave this thing the way it is. And maybe the Packers are too proud to, to welcome him back or ask him to come back. Well, that, that might happen. Ken. we, I mean, that happens in everybody's daily life, you know, whether it's, you know, I mean, in relationships get fractured, 
you know, and then, you know, do you forgive and forget? Do you move on? Do you, you know, let the schism remain? I know this. Aaron Rodgers played the best football he's played in a decade last year. And this thing was, whether it was the drafting of Jordan Love or just his, you know, his disapproval of the way things are operating in Green Bay, whatever it did, it brought the best out of Aaron Rodgers, the very best. Like, that guy just has the ability to focus, laser focus the way Brady does, the way just very few athletes can. And if that's what it does to Aaron Rodgers, then it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I think if everything was so copacetic, maybe you wouldn't get the best Aaron Rodgers. Maybe you'd just get a little bit more relaxed. He wouldn't just be as, uh, you know, as tense as he was. That tension created an MVP season. And maybe that's what he needs. Like everybody's motivated by different things. And at this stage of his career, maybe that's what brought the best out of him last year. I think there's – I subscribe to a theory. Brian Baldinger joining us on the show. I believe there's players, I believe there's teams that may be so good, so successful, so legendary that while they're in their prime, they force – not even in their prime in the context that I'm saying, they force other teams to make poor decisions because they become desperate in their own right. I thought Golden State was that way in the NBA there for about a five, six-year stretch. And now I look at what, what Tom Brady has done, and then Aaron Rodgers is upset, Russell Wilson is upset, I wonder where these guys are, where you just said it. The Packers are a great situation for Aaron Rodgers. Is it the same for Russell Wilson? And do some of these guys, could you see some of these quarterbacks, these franchise QBs, because of little frustrations, making mistakes and ending up in places to their own peril? Well, that's that's possible. But I think they also, you know, are all looking at the Tom Brady effect. And Tom Brady wanted a, you know, he wanted a long-term contract in New England. They didn't want to give it to him. So, you know, he, he really did his research. He knew that Tampa had what it took in order to – nobody else did, I don't think. I mean, I, I didn't see a Super Bowl championship caliber team in Tampa uh, in 2019, but he did. And I think a lot of these quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson specifically, and they look at what Tom Brady did and goes, "We, I could do the same thing. You put me in the right situation, I'll go win your championship. And – I mean, I, you know, you give me the right talent and the right coach, and I'll go win you one. I'll show you how to do it. And I think when they all, they all watched Tom Brady do it, and it wasn't pretty. I mean, Bruce Arians was calling him out week one in a two-interception loss to, you know, the New Orleans Saints. But by the end of the season, they kind of figured out, you know, what the offense is and how it was going to work, and they learned from some mistakes. And I, I think both these guys that you just mentioned look at Tom Brady and go, that's what I want to do. I'm going to go win another championship someplace else. I'm going to name four quarterbacks right off the top of my head that have been controversial here, and I want to hear what you think they're going to do in 2021. Number one, Ryan Tannehill. Well, I think they, I think Ryan Tannehill is, you know, we're, we're, I mean, the loss of Arthur Smith now, we got to see how that is. I mean, I thought he was a great coordinator. He saw the strength of Ryan Tannehill and played to his strengths. But I don't think Ryan Tannehill is going to fall off the cliff. At all, I and mean, I think with with uh, Julio there now, along with AJ Brown and Derrick Henry, he's got more than enough to work with um, to 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 stay at and play at a high level and get him back to the playoffs. Kirk Cousins. Well, they got to get past Green Bay, and they've had a hard time doing it. The defense was the worst defense Mike Zimmer ever had last year, 
the offense was outstanding. And he's got two bona fide receivers, and he's got maybe the best all-around back in football in Dalvin Cook. Um, I, I expect Kirk Cousins to play at a high level this year. Derek Carr. They were top 10 offense last year, and nobody wants to give Derek Carr any credit. But, I mean, Darren Waller is a superstar in large part because of Derek Carr. So, look, this Henry Ruggs thing has got to work, Ken. It's got to work. It was awful last year. He could not take what he was doing in practice, which was all world, and he could not take it to the field. They need him to be Tyreek Hill. And if he can be, then I think Derek Carr has a chance to – be a top 10 offense again and you know maybe win 10 games this year final one baker mayfield i think baker showed you in a disciplined system with the best offense line of football that he's a quality player and they did it last year in large part without odell beckham jr and i know that he was going to be a big part of the offense he was until the day he got hurt and so i expect baker mayfield to be at the top of the charts 30 plus touchdown passes Fewer than 12 interceptions and a playoff team. Brian Bollinger joining us, NFL Network. You know, I, I look at Tennessee, and you just mentioned you, you mentioned about what Ryan Tannehill did. I think in a lot of ways he might have been underrated. We'll see what he does without Arthur Smith. Baker Mayfield at times I think is a little underrated because of what he did with Kevin Stefanski this last year. Both these teams are built to win a lot of games in the regular season, running the ball, doing it on the ground, that type of thing. What is what are the questions that either a Ryan Tannehill or a Baker Mayfield and even a Lamar Jackson in the postseason, how about that, have to answer going against Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, maybe even Justin Herbert in 2021 in the AFC postseason? Yeah, the AFC is going to be a bear. I mean, you just mentioned the quarterbacks and teams. And look, I mean, you can say what you want about Lamar Jackson. He knows what he's got to do. He's got to win in the postseason. They're probably going to lead the league in rushing. He's going to be an MVP candidate. Um, but you got to do it in the postseason. I mean, Peyton Manning struggled, you know, early on in his career in the postseason. Got bounced out of some, you know, I mean, you got to win the postseason. That's how all these guys get measured. That's how teams get measured. That's how quarterbacks get measured. It's just the way it is. It's the way it's always been. And so they all know what they got to do. Um, Baker knows that, you know, the postseason, uh, you know, beat Pittsburgh, you know, a, a floundering Pittsburgh team, doesn't do much for them. They got to go beat Kansas City, you know, when they get a chance. And so that's what we're up against. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, you know, it looks like it goes through Buffalo and Kansas City right now. And until it doesn't, until somebody upsets them. But that's kind of how it's set up right now. Give me a dark horse team that's going to surprise people in 2021. Uh, I think, I think the New York Giants have a chance. I mean, defensively, they were really good last year. Um, you know, I think they've addressed some things offensively. If the offense line comes together, they had about a six-week stretch last year where they played really well. But if you get Saquon back and the offense line comes together, I know defensively they're going to be a good football team. That, that coach, Patrick Graham, is he's going to be a head coach in this league. Um, I'd say the Giants have a chance to be a dark horse. We know that the division isn't strong. I expect Washington to win it. But I expect the Giants to be highly, highly competitive this year. Do you believe we need voluntary OTAs? Well, I think OTAs are really important for young players. Yeah. I mean, none of these guys have seen what an NFL playbook looks like. There's a whole list of uh, techniques and fundamentals you got to learn that you got to put in your toolbox. 
And the offseason is important to a lot of these young players. Look, a guy, you know, a Travis Kelsey probably doesn't need any. Probably the best thing he could do is lay on the beach and get rested for the season. But yeah. for the most part, any player, um, a Makai Becton, he needs the offseason. He's got to still sharpen some tools. He could be a, a, a like a perennial Pro Bowl left tackle in this business, but I think he needs work. So young players need to work. They need to learn how to work, and they need to learn their system. We've got a lot of new coaches, a lot of new coordinators in this league. you got to learn the system. In order to play fast on Sundays, you you got to do it without thinking. And the best way to do that is to really rep your business, you know, in the offseason. He's one of the best. Follow him on Twitter, at NFL. Brian Baldinger, also an analyst, Compass Media Networks, here with the Odyssey app, Fox Sports, the whole thing. You got to pay attention to him. Brian, thank you for the time, buddy. My pleasure, Ken. Anytime. Have a great weekend. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.